Christmas Eve, can you feel it? One of the most beautiful parts of this sacred night are the gifts that many experience in the telling of the stories, the singing of the familiar songs, the glow of the candlelight, gifts of joy and peace, of warmth and a sense of belonging in community. These are amazing gifts and often they feel temporary, fleeting. We unwrap the presents, we enjoy the good foods, we spend time with loved ones, and then come December 26th, the reality of the world sets back in and those gifts can feel so distant. What if I told you that the gifts that we experience here together tonight were never meant for this night alone? I don't mean that we should leave our trees up 24-7 or sing carols into the summer or stick our heads in the sand and pretend that life is always cheery and easy, but I do think the good news of the Christmas story is that the hope and love that are almost tangible on this night are given to be experienced the other 364 days of the year too. That is the point and the power of it all. These gifts are given to sustain you through the seasons that don't feel so hopeful or loving in a way that no gift wrapped under our tree can. One of the names given for Jesus, my favorite, in the Gospel of Matthew is Emmanuel, which means God with us. God with us. Not God close enough to us or God adjacent to us or even God for us. God smack dab in it with us. As the gospel stories unfold, far beyond the story we hear tonight, we witness the life and the death of Jesus and we read it all through the lens of this, of Christmas. The fact that Jesus was willing to show up at all to begin with that God thought it was a good idea to slip into skin. The same kind of awkward, beautiful, messy, scarred, confusing skin that we have no choice but to show up in. And then to move through this world like us so that there would be nothing that we could experience that God couldn't fully understand and relate to. The same love, the same goodness, the same powerful energy that binds this whole world together has also walked this earth and experienced the full range of humanness. Think of the story of toddler Jesus and his family fleeing to Egypt because Herod was threatening them with violence. Jesus knows the fear of having to leave your home to find safety in another land. Think of 12-year-old Jesus in the temple. His parents accidentally left him behind because they didn't consider his sense of identity and calling, but he knew where he was meant to be and what he was meant to be doing. So tweens, Jesus knows what it's like to feel misunderstood by your parents and to think that people don't take you seriously just because you're young. Sometimes parents just don't understand. (laughs) Think of his time in the wilderness. Jesus knows what it's like to feel hunger pains, 
to be tormented by demons that visit our thoughts when we're alone. Think of the horrific death of Jesus' relative and friend, John the Baptist. Jesus knows what it's like to have your heart broken by loss and to trudge through deep grief. Throughout the stories of his ministry, we learn that Jesus knows what it's like to have your life choices questioned and your very personhood insulted, what it's like to experience injustice in your own body and in a community that you care deeply about, what it's like to be disappointed when things won't change but you know they have to, what it's like to feel like you don't belong. And as the stories march on toward his death, we learn that Jesus knows what it's like to be grossly and dangerously misunderstood, what it's like to be betrayed and abandoned by people who were supposed to be your friends, who promised to love you. He knows what it's like to experience suffering and pain beyond words and even to die. And Jesus chose to be in it all the way to the end, so that when we call him Emmanuel, God with us, we can trust that it's true, that we're not alone. Because despite what our children said, that's the hardest part of humanity, isn't it? Feeling like nobody gets it or nobody sees us, like we're alone. Like the rest of the world is carrying on when our hearts have been broken or when we're scared or furious or unsure of what's next, but We aren't alone, ever. Jesus was intentional. Emmanuel, God with us. Love with us, in us, surrounding and upholding us. I know that sometimes people, and even myself on occasion, struggle and wonder if that's enough. We question why hard things happen why there is a lack of justice, why God doesn't just intervene and fix this world. You might ask, is the fact that we're seen and held and loved enough to get us through the day? Is that salvation? Well, if you'll indulge me for just a moment, I am one of the most dangerous things on the planet known as a psych degree. (laughs) And I'd like to talk to you briefly about attachment theory, that's right. It's Christmas Eve and we're gonna talk about attachment theory. The idea that the early emotional bonds shape the way that we move through the world as adults. And within that theory, there are different kinds of attachment, different styles, and each one leads to a child acting in a fairly predictable way later in life. And all you need to know tonight is that the goal for children is secure attachment. See, in secure attachment, children learn that they can depend on their caregivers, and even if they feel sad or scared, which is going to happen in life, they can trust that their person will show up for them. And children with secure attachments have stronger self-esteem, they form healthier relationships, they experience less depression and anxiety. In other words, they are freed from having to earn stability or care, and that freed up energy can be used for abundant life. Now consider that Emmanuel, God with us, has ensured through the life of Jesus that we have a secure attachment with God. We can depend on God to love and show up for us. 
We will still experience sadness and even fear in this world because that's normal, but we can trust that God is stable and dependable and will not abandon us when life gets hard. And if we have this healthy attachment with God, if we know we are safe and held by our caregiver, then we too are free. Free to stop trying so hard to earn love. Free to stop hustling to earn success and value. Free to stop spinning our wheels trying to earn grace that's already ours. Instead, we are freed to relax into who we were made to be. Free to be in healthy, life-giving relationship with God, with each other, with all of creation and friends. If that isn't salvation, I don't know what is. And even though it's sometimes hard to believe that God is with us because we don't get to experience it tangibly, we don't get to hold baby Jesus like Mary and Joseph, we don't get to kneel down beside him like the shepherds and the magi, but if we're paying attention, if we're paying attention, there are still plenty of ways for us to experience Emmanuel in a concrete way. God is presence when our community surrounds and supports one another in times of grief and crisis. God is present when people show up with love and when there are no words, they simply show up with food, usually, and hugs. God is present in the ways that music and art can fill the achy parts of us that we can't even name with joy and life. God is present when a a memory warms our weary hearts and brings laughter through the tears. God is present in the way that our pets and the mountains and the ocean and sunsets and all other manner of creation can bring indescribable comfort and peace. God is present when a group of people come together to work for good and there's that that palpable energy that emanates from them and stirs up hope in a place where it wasn't previously felt. In all of those places and even more, we experience Emmanuel with our hands, with our hearts. Jesus' love is infused in all of it and it flows in and through, around and between us like the air that we breathe. Jesus is still Emmanuel. His heart still beats for us and it will never stop. Nothing will change or take away that love, even at the end of our lives on this earth or the earth itself, God will still be with us. It's simply who God is. So take a moment and breathe in all of that goodness that you feel in this sacred space today. And then trust that it's yours tomorrow, too. It is yours to rest in. It is yours to share with as many people as you can because this is a gift for the whole world. Emmanuel is born and God is with us. Thanks be to God.